Hey, it's Brian here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Go Be More podcast. At Go Be More, our mission is simple. We want you to chase your dreams. Our apparel is designed to be a constant reminder of your commitment. And this podcast aims to give you the motivation and mindset to get started and keep going. In this episode, John and I take a moment to recap some of our progress as a company and the steady growth of the Just One Challenge within our Instagram community. We then spend some time talking about backcasting, which may or may not be a real word. Backcasting is a specific approach to goal setting that focuses on identifying the obstacles that will keep you from reaching your goals and then planning to avoid or overcome them. John also shares a related concept, act as if, in which, as he puts it, you need to be the person before you can become the person. It's a short, thought-provoking discussion on the power of goal setting, and we encourage you all to listen and then give it a try. All right, on to the episode. John, how you doing? I'm great. <laughs> Sorry. I never know how to say. I, I don't know how to say what I how to say hello. <laughs> okay, that's. A, that's a, I actually. I, I, every time we do this, I'm like uh, in my head, but then I just feel like I sound so weird when I say, "Oh, yeah, I'm doing really great." I always start, so. and I think to myself. Should I say something other than John? How you doing? And I'm like, nah. John, how you doing? Is fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing good, man. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we have going on. We, we just, uh, you know, just recorded another show just a little bit ago, and and we're doubling down on this podcast, man. And it's a lot of fun. I, I am so, and this journey that we're on, man, with Go Be More. I know we haven't, you know, it's not like breaking in the dough or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, and that's not really, honestly, if that was our MO, I think we'd probably be a little bit more frustrated if that's not the case at this point. But man, I got to tell you, I'm so, um, it's, I, I, I just could tell, you know, a, year, a little over a year in, uh, having started this journey with you and our team, how special this is, you know, I, I, that's how I feel about it. I mean, how are you feeling? with the journey thus far, you know, in terms of how it feels. Cause it's been, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm loving what we're doing. I feel like, um, I, I feel really excited about it too. I, I like everything that we're doing. I feel like there's so many areas to improve on. And, and that's not a, I'm not saying that in a bad way as if like we're messing up. It's more just like the more you start to do stuff, the more you realize what can be done. Right. And, and the more you realize that all the little like maybe levers you can pull to 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 move the needle and i'm for me when we started i didn't probably have as clear of an end state vision uh, in mind as as maybe you did which is funny that i say this now because we're the topic we're going to end up talking about but like i i looked at it <laughs> <laughs> that's kind like, of hmm. funny because I, I i know the topic so it makes me really no i know so mind. so that'll, that'll be a little a little tease for people but i started off and i said i don't know where this is going to end up but I love all the inherent qualities of the project. I'm gonna, it's a very positive, it's gonna make a difference for people, it's, it has a lot of potential, I'm gonna learn a lot and I'm gonna grow as a person and, uh, and I'm gonna get to work with you and, and then as we grew the team, it's, I get to work with everybody on our team. Um, 
we're having new experiences. We've brought on an intern, which is our first time at doing that. And Brigida is has seen, you know, she's been with us for a couple of weeks. She's amazing. Every time we we have a step like this, it feels very significant to me. I feel like we're we're really uh, developing, and I'm developing. So for me, this project is this. It's it's been really a great experience, and the podcast for me is in many ways sort of the weekly highlight because. We're doing interviews with amazing guests. Like we just finished one with a former Olympian. I'll leave it at that. I don't know if we want to tease our guests, but it was a it was such a good conversation. And oh, you're such a tease. I, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and we um, and now we're doing this podcast and we're talking about stuff that I really care about. I really like these these conversations with you because this is where I feel like I get to dive into the stuff that I'm like maybe the most passionate about. So um, you're not you're not tired of talking to me and hearing hearing my voice? No, no, I didn't say that. I'm definitely tired of talking to you, John. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, sometimes I'm tired of hearing myself. <laughs> no, but that's great. I mean, for me personally, you know, I love the podcast and for our company because you know, and I think partly it's my personality. I think that there's certain things that I just am not very good at that I, I, I'm I'm aware of that I'm working very hard and enjoying improving. I'm actually improving a lot, and I notice improvement, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I know that like we got it, we got us, we needed to establish something, even if it's just from a consistency standpoint. And I saw the podcast as that I said, uh, "Come, come, hell or high water." We're getting the podcast done. We're getting <laughs> yeah. the podcast done and we're going to get the recording in. It doesn't matter what's going on in my head. It doesn't matter if I'm emotional. It doesn't matter if, if we got, I got a million other things I got to do. When Brian says, I want to record a podcast, the answer is always <laughs> yes. You know? And yeah. so I, it's been one of those things where, you know, advice alert, advice alert. I've got to give you some advice, <laughs> everybody listening, because I want people to know that when you start a business, and it's funny, I was talking to my brother about this today as well. And he was just like, yeah, like we're both talking about a couple of different businesses we have going and things that we're doing. And he said, honestly, what he's learned and what I see in the podcast or go be more is that he says, you got to just find something and, 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 and just get it dialed in. Get yeah. at least one thing working, right? Yeah. Everything doesn't have to be working for you to be even generating enough revenue to just survive as an individual if you're starting a business. A lot of stuff isn't going to work and a lot of things is, is going to go wrong. It's just how it's going to go. But if you can handle that, you're going to be successful. Yeah. Cause you'll, you'll work through it. And that's what starting a business is really all about. And, and I think that having something that's working, the podcast has actually been, I think, a huge help for us, the co-founders of Go Be More, an apparel company that we're saying, we don't even, we're, we're struggling to do the apparel part, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. but we're getting there. We're getting there and, and adding Brigitte to the team and another designer, you know, another fresh voice and energy. We're getting there, but the podcast is, it's helped us to feel encouraged because it's something that we are so committed to, so passionate about that's, that helps us to refine our understanding of the brand it's a lifesaver you know and so that's i want people to find that for themselves for sure get something working in 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 any type of business venture that you have for yourself if you want your own business because that thing will be something that gives you courage and confidence to work through a lot of the other stuff that you might not have dialed in yet 
Well, the, the the podcast has helped us in so many ways in that regard. But the second thing is, and this is a, you know, it's worth giving a little bit of update is another initiative that we've started the just one challenge. Uh, we, we kind of had a little bit of a start and stop back in January when we were first, like we, we'd been talking about doing this for a long time. And now uh, for the last month, you've been doing this on Instagram with a spe- spe- uh, specific Instagram handle, just one dot challenge. <laughs> and, um, and I think unlike before we started, we had the idea, we knew, we knew there was a lot of potential and, and we started and it kind of faltered. And, and, and we were having this conversation earlier about how now it's starting to take off. And a lot of the reason is because it's, there's consistency, but there's also an authenticity to ourselves, like to, to doing, to the way we're doing it. We're not fighting ourselves to do the Just One Challenge. And so right. for those of you who haven't listened to the podcast, we did an episode on the Just One Challenge, but it's basically a very simple 30 days, one push up a day. That's the basic challenge. You could do 30 days of something else, 30 days of one minute walking a day, 30 minutes of writing one line uh, in your journal a day, 30 minutes, you know, uh, 30 days. 30 days. 30 days. 30 days. Oh, man, that just one challenge got real challenging (laughs) real quick. (laughs) 30 days of one a day, and you do it to build a routine and a habit. And we are actually, it's it's really exciting seeing a lot of people doing it. And I know because... You're, you get the contact that people see through the actual people who send us messages, people who, who, who hashtag the Just One Challenge. But I see people who I've spoken with who are now doing it, and they're just doing it kind of in private, but they're doing it, right? And I'm getting a lot of those updates too. And I'm like, they're like, oh, I'm using it with my naffers and nieces, or I'm using it with my friends at church, or I'm using it, and I'm sitting there going with my athletes, and I'm sitting there going, what? And yeah. I said, oh, my gosh. And like, yeah, I'm not posting videos yet, but I'm going to – I'm getting messages like that all the time and oh, so much about it that's so exciting. But yes, so it, I want yeah, to put it out there. Amazing. I mean, it's not really the topic for today's, but we talked about it a, a while ago on a podcast. And since that podcast, we're starting to see a lot of people join us. Mostly it's through Instagram, but we do have a Facebook group. If you want to join, uh, follow us on, on Facebook and and post in the Facebook group. We're less active there, but we, we can be more active. It's a lot that we're getting so much more in uh, engagement and interaction on Instagram that that's where we're spending more of our time. But anyway, John, I don't, I don't want to belabor the, the just one topic for that. I, just, I did want to give the update because as you said, the podcast was like yeah. something we sunk our teeth in and we got consistent on it and we're really enjoying it. And the next thing we've sort of got dialed in now is we're starting to get the Just One Challenge dialed in and we're starting to see the engagement and the, and the connection that people are having. And it's so rewarding because, you know, when you sort of have an idea that something should work and then it starts to actually work, it's really, it's a very rewarding feeling, right? Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's mind blowing to witness the, the response and you can just feel it. Like it, it, it's just like, it feels so right where we're putting our focus in terms of building the just one challenge and, and the community of people doing the just one challenge and, and using that initial platform as far as focus and energy and time and, and engagement uh, to refine the just one challenge, to refine it, to make it better, to make it scalable and, 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 and clear as far as yep. value in people's lives. Uh, How we communicate it. Def- it. Yep. Everything. Yeah. It's, definitely extends beyond 30 days but having done it uh really pushed it and launched it officially or still in some ways unofficially you know um but it's official it's been really great because now i've been working on other aspects of 
the just one challenge that I, I never would have even bothered had I not started it. And honestly, the consistency for the just one challenge, admittedly so, is, is, is thanks in part to the consistency of having done and been fully committed to getting the podcast firmly established, you know? No, I, I think it's great. It's it's slowly happening. It's sort of like, but that's the way a lot of these things are. We were just speaking on our podcast earlier about the importance of patience and figuring out something that works and then just being consistent and doing it over and over and and repeating the cycle over and over and allowing the positive results of the cycle to feed on themselves and not overly rushing it, getting the feedback, figuring out how to how to tweak it not so much, you know, stop and start, but just continually iterate. And you've been managing this. I mean, I'll just say I'm really impressed with everything you're doing. It's really been great watching from the side. I've been getting good direct feedback. I've been getting, I've been watching the other people's, uh, the way people engage with it. It's, it's really wonderful. But uh, the funny thing about this is when we started off, same kind of thing. I, I will just put this out there. I am not a good goal setter. That's it. So we're, part of what we're going to talk about today on this podcast is a framework for setting goals. And I, it's, a, it's a framework that I like a lot. And part of the reason I like it is because I'm not good at goal setting. And it doesn't resonate with me. I've never, I've never been a big goal setter in the sense of uh, really defining goals on, and using all the different um, acronyms, you know, SMART goals and, and, and BHAGs and other things like this. But the reality is, we all kind of do need to set goals. And as I said earlier, when we talked about started talking about Gobi Moore and I didn't have this really clear vision of what Gobi Moore would become. I just trusted that by, by keeping moving forward and creating opportunities, we'll, we'll have a, an amazing journey and it'll be successful. That's sort of my, my, my mentality. And just one challenge. I feel kind of the same way. It's like, I don't really have a, an end goal in mind for the just one challenge. I just feel like there's a, we, we, we build a positive system and put it out there and get people doing it and it will go where it goes. But as a long intro to say, I do think it's important to have goals to some extent. And I do think it's important to have strategies for planning for the future that you want to achieve. And so as much as I maybe haven't done a good job of this in the past, it's something that I'm trying to be more proactive about right now. And the idea that I have in mind, it actually relates, it's called backcasting. And this idea, I want to say I, I stole the word from a poker player named Annie Duke, I think is who I stole the idea from, uh, because <laughs> usually I like to steal people and not give them credit. But um, <laughs> in this case, uh, I think it's from the poker player Annie Duke. I'm not sure. But the idea of the backcast is a way of, of, of goal setting that for whatever reason, it kind of resonates with me. And so... Uh, I realize here I've been talking for a long time. I haven't had given you a chance to, to chime in, John, but this is, um, I guess this is the way this podcast is going to go. It's just going to be me talking to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I always get self-conscious. Like it. It's a funny thing. We've been doing this podcast for a while, but I get self-conscious. If I've been talking for more than a couple of minutes, I think, oh, I, I got to, I got to stop, you know? Yeah, but when I listen to I listen to other podcasts and they go, oh yeah, but they talk and talk and talk like one person will go for a while and then I'm like, that didn't seem bad at all. And I, 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 I kind of think about it from our, when we're doing it. And if you're talking or if I'm talking, I'm like, that one or two minutes seems like a long time to the person talking if they're being self-conscious. Yeah. But when I, as a listener, when I hear it on other podcasts, I'm like, that was absolutely perfect. That didn't seem too long at all. So it's, you're fine. I, me personally, as I'm listening, I'm like, no, no, no. This is, 
Fair I'm enough. Like, nope. I, I, it's good. Yeah, I'm glad to good. hear that because I, I had this little moment right there, and this is you know for everybody listening. It just suddenly I was very self conscious. I was like, oh shoot, I just sort of dove into this without <laughs> without like any sort of cue. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny where we've been. This is going to be probably episode 29 or something, and I'm still as much as we've gotten super comfortable with this. It's still part of the learning curve of doing it and 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 getting better at this whole process. Well, okay, that was a random aside about my self-consciousness here. So, <laughs> um, so John, backcasting, I'll explain it. Everybody will, I think, understand it. But the idea of, first, it's, it's, it's nice to contrast it with the idea of a forecast because everybody knows a forecast. You've got weather forecasts and financial forecasts and sales forecasts. A forecast is fundamentally, you start today and you use whatever data you have or you use whatever you know uh, evidence or whatever you have and you you use that data to predict an outcome in the future, right? So you start from today and you and you predict how the future is going to be, and and so you might you know forecast ten percent increase in sales or you might forecast rainy weather, and it's all based off of whatever data you have today. The backcast kind of flips this around, and the idea is you imagine a future that you want to achieve, and then you start from that point and you think backwards and you identify all the obstacles that could stop you from achieving that goal. Mm-hmm. And the, the power of this is in identifying the obstacles, right? Well, there's a couple of things. One is, one is identifying if you have a, a future that, that you want to achieve and you cannot imagine a path that you realistically get there, where, like if, every way, if everything you imagine about getting there is, is blocked by some kind of obstacle, then, then that is probably a sign that it's the wrong goal, that it's not, it's not the goal you need at this moment. It's not the right, right. the right thing to be thinking about. Um, but on the other side of it is, if you're going to achieve any big goal, you need to have a plan to get past the obstacles. You, you're going to have to overcome obstacles on the way. And if you don't have a plan to get around an obstacle, you're, it's going to take you longer to get around it. You're going to have to make the plan when you hit it. So if you can be proactive about imagining all the scenarios that could hold you back or could stop you, you can actually start the process of making plans for them. And... In the process of planning for something, you give yourself the opportunity to avoid it, right? You give yourself the opportunity to proactively just sidestep the obstacle and go forward. And conceptually, I really like this idea of a backcast in terms of not so much, it's not so much the goal that I care about so much as it's the process that it makes me think in terms of, uh, of how to think about achieving that goal that I think will, that creates the situation to be more successful. Yeah, I like it too because one of the things that, that that I feel is undervalued to some extent is the idea of being able to prepare for something, you know, especially mm-hmm. if it's something that you, you're very clear is going to be an obstacle. And I'm like that, I've uh, personally, I, I've never looked at it that way. When I've used backcasting, which I didn't even think about, I didn't know that there was a term for it. Um, I don't know if there is either. I think Andy Duke might have made it up. I'm not sure. Well, you know what? It's, it makes a lot of sense because or it's a good it's a good term. Yeah. You know, I, I like it. But I would say the way I would use it is I would I, I mean, because I'm a visionary. I, I'm definitely a visionary. I think about like these, these I have these crazy ideas and these things. And and, 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 that, and that's where I go. And, and then it's like and I just start going for it. You mm-hmm. know, I just start working towards that big old thing. You call it like North. North Star, Star goals, goals. Yeah, and, but like what I what I what I, what I would at least tell myself, and in many ways, I, I didn't. Do, as you described backcasting, I know I didn't do it very well because I was trying to backcast, mm-hmm. um, and 
but I would always say like to myself, okay, imagine, imagine you already did it. And then the question I would say to myself is, cause I'm not there yet, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you already did it. So I'm going to own like, uh, uh, gosh, I can't believe I can't remember the thing, the phrase I would say, like, be who you want to be now. Uh, you know, I gave the Keller Williams speech, uh, that speech at a Keller Williams realty office with all those realtors and lenders and stuff. And I would say like, like be that person now, yes, you know, and, and act, act as if, you know, and so that's kind of what I would do with the whole backcasting. I'd say, okay, I am the Olympic champion. Mm-hmm. How to, and then I'd say to myself, okay, I'm not there now, but I'm like, I want to go there in my head. I want to live as that person now. And, 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 and by doing so, by assuming that, I'm telling myself, I am the Olympic champion. I'm going to live as the Olympic champion. And the question that I'm answering every day between now and that moment is, how did I do it? You know, so what I was doing was I was living as the person or as that thing with the thing accomplished. And so that I would carry myself as that person. And I'd say, and as I'm going through each day, I'd go, oh, well, would the Olympic champion do that? Is this yeah. the thing that, that, that contributed to me getting to where I, I, I have convinced myself that I, I, I've already achieved? Is this how I did it? And if it didn't feel right, if it was, it was a lot of intuition, but if it didn't feel right, if it didn't make sense, and we all have intuition and our intuition is very clear when we're listening for, listening to it. And I, and I would say, Oh no, that wasn't, this is not a good decision. Yeah. And I would just not, I would just make a different decision that I believe aligned with that thing that I've, I've told myself I've already achieved. So it's not backcasting in some yeah, regard. Yeah, what you're saying and, is related. And, but, it's different. What you're saying yeah, is a little bit it's different. It's a different way to think about it or, or talk about it or approach it. I actually think this is really important though, and maybe it's it's good to explore this for a second because there is what you're describing is is this idea that I I, I I guess I don't have a clear word for it. Maybe Maybe if there is one, it'll come back to me. But it's this idea that if you want to achieve a, a certain something, you have to live that lifestyle before you're going to achieve that result, right? And if you imagine yourself being the Olympic champion, but you don't, when you imagine yourself living like an Olympic champion and you don't want to live like an Olympic champion, there's a fundamental disconnect. Like that's a sign that your goal is not in aligned with you as a person because the idea of yeah. like the day-to-day requirement that it's going to take in from a lifestyle perspective to be an Olympic champion is what you're going to have to, you're going to have to thrive in that environment. Like you're not going to be able to, you you can't just like fight it and resist it and overcome it. You're going to have to thrive in that environment in order to be able to put in the amount of the work that you need to, to achieve that. And that's the same thing for someone who wants to be like a CEO or someone who wants to be a, a, a researcher or something. Absolutely. If you want to be a Nobel prize researcher, well, you better like doing research. Right, like you better like the lifestyle of doing research, and you better like doing it, even because you know for a long time before you ever actually get the recognition. Right, like you're gonna have to build a body of work of consistent quality research before you're ever in a discussion for what maybe your end North Star goal is of winning a Nobel Prize. Right. All right, fine. I'll give. I'll. 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 I'll throw out the astronaut aspirations. Yeah, right. I, I so, really wanted to, you know, circumnavigate the globe, but you know, or, or, or be out in outer space and, and you know, see the Earth. But I'm not willing to do all the training and stuff like that and study astrophysics. So, nah. Yeah. I'm well, this good. is the thing. So, what you're saying, I think, is you had the ability to to look at the future and say, "This is what I want," 
and you def- and then you you looked at your lifestyle, your daily lifestyle, and you said, "Well, I'm going to have to live this way to do it." And that is a key component. It's a little different than what I'm thinking of with backcasting because it's more about like the the day to day lifestyle decisions that you're making. And the thing with backcasting, which might make it slightly different, is I would th- I think of backcasting in this way of say, "Okay, I want to be the Olympic champion, and the next Olympics, let's just say the 2024, because we don't know what's going to happen with this one, right? <laughs> so let's say by 2024, I want to be the Olympic champion." okay, what are the obstacles that are going to keep me from doing that? Well, what are going to, what's going to keep me from reaching that level? Well, injuries are going to keep me from reaching that level, right? If, I'm, if I have a lot of injury setbacks. Um, not being able to do the necessary work, right? Not having the right kind of support network, not, kind of, not having the right kind of coaching, not having the right training, not having the right living facilities, whatever these, these obstacles are. Um, getting burnt out, like emotional burnout from, from doing it. You can, you can identify these obstacles, and I'm doing it at, a, at the highest of highest levels. Like these are really generic uh, like problems yeah. that I'm describing, but you can then start to identify each any one of these things could keep you from achieving your goal. So, each one requires some sort of a plan, some sort of a thoughtful approach to how you're going to overcome it, or sidestep it and avoid it altogether. Right? And I think a lot of the actual success you achieve is going to come from what you were describing, which is day to day making those consistent decisions to focus on the thing that's most important. To, to not do the little things that hold you back and to be fully committed. But I think a backcasting is kind of one of those like higher level exercises you can do. You, you think about your goal yeah. and you say, I want to publish a book, right? Okay, I want to publish a book. Well, what's going to stop me from publishing a book? Okay, it could be not being able to get a publisher. It could be not being able to finish writing a book. It could be, it could be <laughs> like not. Uh, that, might, that might be an obstacle. Yeah, right. Like these, you could you could get really basic about it, and you start saying for each one of these things. Okay, if I'm worried about not being able to finish a book, well, what are some of the things I can do to ensure that I that that obstacle doesn't stop me from achieving the goal, right? And 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 your plan might be different from mine, but the question I think is the same. It's, it's what is going to hold me back and how can I proactively avoid it or overcome it if it's inevitable, like if it's going to come. And I think if something, when I say it's inevitable, that might be the example of like, you know, if you want to publish a book, it's inevitable that you have to write a book. Okay. That's, that's one thing. Or maybe if you want to, if you want to be the Olympic champion, you're going to have to do the training. Right. And so those, those yeah, are just but things, it's, 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 you can't it's avoid them. That, you have to do them and you have to be successful doing them. It's, it's, True, but I think it's important to acknowledge, you know, every aspect, uh, any obstacle, even the obvious ones, you know, uh, because that just puts you in a position to be very honest with yourself. And the honesty, I think, is empowering. Just like identifying the obstacles and being able to prepare for them, that's also empowering. You need to be empowered yes. so that you feel like this gumption the strength to do the thing that you're setting out to do. And I think that that's why, if anything, it, it created clarity in the day-to-day when I said, I am that thing already, Yep. you know? And so, um, and I just, and I saw all the things that I, I, I aspire to have and, and I'm working towards, um, and I got crazy dreams, but like they're crazy only because they're, because people think they're crazy, not because I think they're crazy, you know? So I <laughs> yeah. use the word, the, the, the description loosely, but honestly, it's important to be able to feel empowered to work daily and, and, and believe in daily, like the, that thing that you want so badly to be or to achieve. And, and I, and I felt like it was very empowering to have already told myself 
and then to spend the rest of the journey convincing myself through the daily belief, the confirmation that I am that thing, that the Olympic champion or whatever that that thing might be. And it got me very far and, and it continues to get me very far. And I use it in every aspect of my life. I want to be a better friend. I want to be a better father. And I said, well, I don't just want to be that. I am that. And then I try to tell myself as I'm doing things, what in the world did I do to be this great father in the eyes of my, my daughter or my stepkids, you know, mm-hmm. and I continue to see great leaps and bounds daily, daily in, in terms of how that in, uh, impacts not only my progression, but also those around me, how it feels to be around somebody that sees themselves in this way. Well, and I think it's equally empowering to be on a journey and know that you have a plan for all the obstacles you see coming. So like yeah. when, you're, when you're getting started on something or when you're in the middle of something and you're looking at this North Star goal, like one of the things about North Star goals that I, I guess I struggle with a little bit, but is that I don't actually find the spe- specific goal to be largely relevant. Like I use this example in the book that I've been working on is if you have a goal to run a sub four mile or you have a goal to win the Olympic games or something, two, two different goals. One's a time-based and one's a, one's a position, you know, a, a rank-based kind of thing. Both are fine. Like either one of them is a great North Star goal if it gets you out of the bed every day and it gets you to do the work because it, it's, if it, that's what motivates you to, to keep pushing forward and do what's necessary. The specific aspect of the goal is less important as the behavior that goal drives in you. And I like this idea because what you're describing is having a concrete goal that you identify with yourself in that position. It, it starts today to require you to, to make those decisions to live that lifestyle. And that's really, really important. And then from a, the backcasting standpoint, if you wake up every day and you say, my goal is to be the Olympic champion and I have my path charted and I'm confident because I've, I've thought this through. I have a, I have the right coach. I have the right facilities. I have the right support network. I have the right, you know, whatever talent and and things that you believe in. And I can already see these obstacles coming and I've already prepared for them. I already know what I'm going to do as I get closer to them. All of a sudden you wake up every day and and everything you're doing feels more purposeful, feels more positive, Mm -hmm. feels more likely to generate success. And it in many ways, it just reduces any of that doubt or, or like internal friction you have on, on what you're trying to do. And, um, yeah. and, and the more you do it, like you can always imagine another obstacle. Like you can always, if you're always having this mentality as a, as a way to think consistently, you can reevaluate what's going on and say, Hmm, you know what? Like it looks like, you know, th- this could become a problem. Maybe I should make a plan for it. And that you, that it might not become a problem. And that plan might have been made in vain. It might never get used. But the whole thing about planning is that it's not so much that, that you were able to execute your plan perfectly. It's that the act of planning made you more ready for whatever was going to come, right? And yeah. I just think it's really, really important. And I, and I think we can do this in so many areas of our life. Like it's, it's easy to think it from the standpoint of an athlete, you know, like uh, to, to, to be, I want to be the conference champion or I want to I win the the turkey trot 5k at the at thanksgiving this year or whatever it could be any level of goal and you can set that but i think i i talk about this with my students i you know my Eng- it's like an english class but i make them write a paper where they imagine their life at 30 years old 
and I, I tell them what are the obstacles you're going to overcome to graduate from university and what are the obstacles you're going to overcome to have the success in your career that gets you to where you want to be at 30 years old. And mm. I don't know that like some of them will take it really seriously and some of them won't. But the whole point of the paper is not really the English. Like, of course, I want them to write in English. I want we're going to grade the English and all that. But the, it's it's because I think thinking in this way forces you to strategize a little bit, to think a little bit about about like like what's coming and what you need to do to overcome it. And even if it's only on one English paper, I hope that it makes a difference for these students as they go out in their life that they'll remember in the back of their head, like, oh yeah, like I already thought about this once, you know, like I already, I already, you know, had this idea that this was coming. So I, I put some things in motion to, to overcome it when the obstacle came. It'll have that effect because at least on, at least on one of them, probably because yeah. what's the, the keychain? You talk about it a lot. That's the key change yeah, yeah. from college. Right. It is. That, 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 what was it? The on personal it? challenge to greatness. It just said PCG. That's all it said. It had three letters. And it, and he's, the professor said it stands for personal challenge to greatness. And um, I've got it right here. It's sitting next. It's sitting on my desk. You can hear yeah. me rummaging right now, but I can show John. I could, and I have a little article on one of the posts. But I, yeah. I still like, I see it. And it's a little reminder, you know. That it's a little reminder to 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 go be more for me at this point. That's why I, I use go be more instead are, of yeah. that phrasing. But um, but so so th- so I ahead. think that that this exercise is, is my point. Bringing it up is that it, that it would have that it, it will have that impact, and I think that that's why in the long run, what we're doing with go be more will have that um, impact as well. It's three you know words that you know put together as a phrase service is a, a you know powerful reminder uh, of, of something and i think that when you give people the opportunity to create these reminders these references and and you provide uh, uh you know give it uh, meaning that that, that that consistently giving it a specific identification in terms of the meaning of that thing every time they think of it anytime they come across it even if they've forgotten about it for a while it's in the back of the head it's yeah. always there and, and, and they'll be able to draw upon that. And, and I think that that's why the exercise is important that you're giving your students because it will give them that, all of them. Uh, who will draw upon it and utilize it and leverage it? You never know. It's kind of the funny thing about life. And as, as we get older, we want to empower the youth with all this information <laughs> from the experiences that we have. And we don't, and, and what do they say? Like something's, you know, knowledge is wasted. Waste, Waste, knowledge is uh, wasted on the youth. Yeah. No, youth, youth, youth uh, is wasted. Youth is wasted. I don't know something about youth is wasted on on the young. Youth <laughs> on the young, you know, because they don't know how good they have it yeah. until they get older. And 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 of course, we were once younger uh, than we are now. And 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 yeah. And so that's kind of how it's going to go. But we have to give them all these things, and we have to get them to them as consistent as possible. And I think that that that. What you're doing is 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 definitely it's going to help at least one of them, and hopefully they use it sooner rather than later. That's always the goal. But well, you know, you know, sometimes what we need is to be forced to do something that's good for us, like to take your medicine. Like you, you, your parents say, you know, no, you need to take this medicine, and you don't want to take it, right? And um, right. And in this case, uh, you know, I I'm in a a position where I can basically tell 90 students like hey you need to do this exercise that is good for you (laughs) it's good for your life right but if you're listening to this and and this is the way i think of it you can use this on anything like really if you want to have a better relationship with your partner or a better relationship with your kids you can imagine that end state let's say in in six months 
I want to have my relationship with this other person be of this quality, whatever you, however you define it. And then you start looking back and say, well, okay, how you, it, that gives you right there. You, it gives you two key data points where you want to get to and where you are and how far away you are from that. And you can then, then you can start looking in between, you know, to your point, John, like what are the activities that I need to do on a daily basis in order to actually achieve this? And now you can start thinking about those. But in the meantime, there's other things that are going to get in the way and that are going to make it hard for you to implement it. And so you can imagine those scenarios and those situations and those inter- anything that could interfere with you being successful and start trying to think through how you can do it. And you can do it with your relationships. You can do it with your business. You can do it with your sports. You can do it with your studies. It's It doesn't have to be super detailed, drawn out. Like I, I, I wouldn't say to anybody that you need to go out and you know, write, uh, write it all down. The more detailed uh-huh. you make it, the, that, that's the more thought you've put into it, right? But at least I think everybody could benefit by starting at a high level and trying to pick the, the few key things that they think are going to potentially stop them from achieving it and, and be a little strategic about it. And I recommend it to anybody to, to, give it, to give it a try. Like literally after this podcast to sit down and imagine a, a future scenario and try to think of the five things that are going to stop you from getting there. It's actually a really empowering exercise when you realize that uh, what you're going to realize is that three or, three or four of them are obvious. And when you really think about it, there's stuff that comes in mind that you think, oh, I never really thought about that before. Actually, hmm. you know, like- <laughs> it's kind of crazy to think about how powerful it is because we do we all do this. We we avoid problems. Yep. You know, we avoid facing problems and we avoid doing certain things because we we don't know how to solve the problems that we're going to be facing or the challenges that we're going to be facing. Like a lot of times what keeps people from doing something, a problem or a challenge that they, they, they go, oh, oh, I don't know how to fix that or solve that or overcome that. So why bother? I'm not going to, I'm just not going to do it. Maybe they don't say why bother, but they just don't do it. They don't try in any way, shape or form to do whatever it is that they say they want to do, yep. you know, uh, and at least even if it's just in their own head. But imagine if you did, the exact opposite of what most of us do, which is avoid the problem. What if you actually yeah. talked about the problem, looked at the problems and go, hmm, okay, what are all the things that have come up? And if you flip the script and think about it differently, right, instead of going, I, I want to do this thing, but there's all these reasons why I can't do it. You go, I want to do this thing, and here are all the things that are going to try to stop me, and I'm going to try to figure out how to overcome all these things now yeah. so that I can feel confident as I walk that path. It's a much more positive, proactive way of viewing your your path, right? And your journey on that path. Yeah. yeah. It changes the game completely because all of a sudden it's like, and, and you have to ask yourself the question, well, what is this how, uh, quote unquote, successful people think? Is this how they think? Probably. I mean, they think differently. That's for sure. How yeah. they think or what they're thinking and what their methodology is. Eh, that's to be determined. Everybody's a little bit different and quirky in their own way. And I think everybody kind of beats to those quote unquote successful people that we, that have become iconic in our, in our society our, and throughout the world globally. You know, they're all a little bit different. They all do it a little bit different than the other ones. But I think that one of the things they all have in common is that they think differently. They don't think like the way most of us think that is this, the quote unquote losing mentality, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's a way to think in terms of winning and there's a way to think that leads to losing. And a lot of times we're thinking in ways that lead to losing and we 
we've accepted that way of thinking as if that's like the, 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 the way that's the way things usually go. That's not how things have to go. That's just how they go based on how you think. And this changes the way you think about it. I think so. I, one of the provocative things I like to say to people is that goals are worthless, but goal setting is everything. And I sort of stole that framework from, you know, President Eisenhower, who has lots of good quotes. But the, the fundamental thing to me is whatever goal you want to set, that's fine. That, that, that goal, it, by in and of itself, it could be worth something to you or it could just be a thing that you put out there into the world to, to, to get you oriented in the right direction, right? The goal itself will change. It can change. If you will change it, that's fine. But this, the act of setting the goal and thinking through how you're going to achieve the goal is what is going to create the actual success that results from you pursuing the goal, right? And I think this is one one uh, strategy that for goal setting that you can use, backcasting. It's not the only way to goal set. You can goal set in many different ways, but I like this one because for whatever reason, it resonates with me probably because it's not overly specific. It's a very big picture approach to it. It puts more emphasis on the planning than the goal itself. And, you know, when I, when I say to people and, you know, provocatively goals are worthless, goal setting is everything. It seems like an oxymoron, but this is kind of the type of the reason that I have behind it is that whatever goal you set, whatever mountain you choose to climb, you know, the, the behaviors you need to, to execute on to get there are going to be the same. And the, and the mm-hmm. act of planning to overcome obstacles, if you do a good job of planning to overcome obstacles, you're going to be more likely to overcome them. Like fundamentally, that's just a very basic, simple uh, way I think I believe. And I really like strategies that I think are are simple and generic and allow you to apply them across multiple areas of your life, right? Like, uh, so, I mean, that's a, that's pretty much all I have to say for myself on backcasting. I really think it's it's a it's an interesting idea that I, I encourage people to to give a try to to play around with in their mind while they're thinking about. You know, you probably have goals. Most of us do. We all have ideas and goals we have. And take those goals and then just try to think backwards from them and see if you can't imagine an obstacle that you haven't imagined before. And if mm-hmm. you can do that, you're, you've now just, once you've imagined that obstacle and if you can start imagining a plan of action for when that obstacle comes, you've just made yourself that much more likely to be successful, right? Like that's it. You've just improved your chances of being successful simply by having a thought experiment on on what obstacle was going to keep you from achieving your goal and i love that idea i love the fact that you can build little bits of success into your day by just thinking through scenarios and stuff like that using your time productively mm-hmm. in that way i love it i kind of want to end it there i i mean there's other stuff i wanted to say but um that's great i i love the idea of of uh identifying something you want and then working backwards and as you're working backwards to where you are, trying to identify the problems and then working to working through trying to prepare to prepare yourself for being able to overcome those problems. I think that'll encourage you to actually get started. You know, I think yeah. that'll also encourage you to actually get started because you'll feel like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I can do this now. Yeah. You know, so please, 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 let's 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 end it there. I want people to I want people to think about that. I really want to leave that fresh in their minds. I don't want to dilute that in any way, shape, or form. I love, love, love the idea of this. Right on. Let's end it there then. And John, thank you again. We'll talk to you soon. Stay safe out there, all right? You too, Brian. Great conversation. Thanks, brother. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you all for tuning in. You can find links to any articles or items we referenced in the show notes. Please subscribe and be sure to give us a rating. And remember to tell a friend about the show. The Gobi Moore podcast is produced by Gobi Moore Apparel. Check us out at gobimore.co. For all of us at Gobi Moore, we are what the world is chasing, and we hope this podcast helps you become what the world is chasing too.